0: Welcome back to Flip the Switch. This is the podcast dedicated to the multifaceted and multi-talented. And today I'm joined by an old friend. This is Eva. Welcome, Eva. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here on the sofa. Yeah, buzzing. (laughs) We're going to jump straight in. Yeah. I just want to get straight into who you are and get you to introduce yourself. So tell me, Eva, what do you do? So by day, I am a fund manager. So
1: I invest in global government bonds and currencies and by night I am a spin instructor in London so I instruct people
0: on a bike that doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) Amazing! So there's a lot there yeah. and I really love the by day, by night lifestyle, yeah. you know. Muggle life. Yeah, the Hannah Montana. Is, <laughs> I'm so about that, so about that. So let, let's let let's get into that and actually where it all started for you. Like we went to the same school. Yeah. So I think we share a lot of the same, similar experiences that happened with our career. So let's go back to... 12 year old. Yeah, take you back to that Eva that was back in school and like trying to figure out what you wanted to do. And tell me about how you were feeling then and that kind of process. Well, you will know from that school that we were channeled, I think, into
1: being quite high achievers. It was quite an academic school. We all did generally, you know, pretty well in terms of exam results and that sort of thing. But I think what it also built is people that also were, you know, anything we tried, we wanted to be the best at we wanted to you know be very multi talented or you know be very good at a couple of things or at lots of things and you know I think I think that created people that were generally quite ambitious mm-hmm. and and pretty pretty successful you know yeah, if you look at our group of friends we're all sure. you know pretty hard hitting <laughs> people. Um, in such different, like... In very different well. ways, yeah. yeah. It's not a particular vocation. It's just mm. whatever you try and do, they they say, you know, I think we were all programmed to to try very hard and to work very hard. And I think it's, that was a great part of, of, mm. of that environment. You know, I think for me, I also grew up in a family that is also very high achieving, <laughs> um, In you know, and it comes in two parts to that story. We're all quite high achieving, you know, but also... My dad, for example, uh, moved over from Mauritius and he didn't have a lot of opportunities growing up. Uh, he moved over to come to medical school. Uh, he's Both my parents are doctors um, and he really wanted us to have very interesting lives. He wanted us to both be academically strong mm-hmm. and also, you know, try lots of things. We all did music. We all did different sports. We all did, you know, lots of different mm. hobbies. And, you know, we kind of grew up in an environment where... Or oh, make sure you're an interesting person because I never, I, you know, my dad always said I could never read music. I could mm. never swim. He never learned to swim. Wow. So, you know, we were always pushed, not pushed because that's the wrong word, but mm. encouraged to, you know, try lots of things. And if we didn't like it, we didn't have to do it. I started mm. the violin, which... I never recommend to any parent <laughs> <laughs> to let your child <laughs> try try the violin.
0: Saxophone yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, see,
1: <laughs> it happens, you know. Um, so I gave that up, and that was obviously not a problem. But, mm. you know, we all tried uh, lots of things in going through school as well. It was, you know, in our school, it was cool to get good grades. It really was. It yeah. was weird if you didn't do your homework or if you didn't revise or if you didn't It does like, sound
0: like an alternative it to that sounds, universe. It right? sounds
1: honestly like a parallel universe. <laughs> but, in our, you know, I speak to my friends quite a lot who went to different schools and they say or I say what happened when a substitute teacher came into your school and they're like oh we threw chairs at them like we you know ruined their lives and I was like do you know what happened to us we sat down and worked we sat and did the work <laughs> yeah and we worked we hard probably hard as well. sat in the seats we were assigned <laughs> we probably didn't even try and move <laughs> we opened our books
0: and we got on with it because that was the environment we grew up in yeah. so I do find that has translated to now as well like yeah. the work ethic like yeah like you said like all of us have done really well but like continue to do it but I think personally there's been downsides to that yeah I agree That I found of like I'm quite hard on myself oh yeah do you find similar like because like you've got such a big drive yeah to do well and succeed and like I did want to get into this idea of like success and do you know like, you have like external success of like the glamorous side right so like doing law as a South Asian was the thing to do that's your like badge of honor the aunties love it. Like, it's what it's what everyone <laughs> wants, right? So, like, for me, doing a law degree, it was that ticket in a yeah. way. Whereas, like, for me internally, like, it, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I, like, quickly figured that out. Yeah. And luckily, I'm glad I didn't go down and pursue I it. I forget
1: you have a law degree.
0: Yeah. Like, even <laughs> that, like, now I think about it, like, that was me going external, like, version of success. Yeah. Like, have you ever had that, like, I had to toy with, like, success and what that means to you? Honestly, my dad
1: wanted we he, i'm one of four so he has four kids he went right i want a banker a lawyer an accountant and what was the other one a doctor <laughs> and we were like <laughs> from date from very early we were like yeah no hon, that's not, not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> i was like he got a doctor yeah and you could kind of i'm not far away from a banker yeah, but you know we yeah. don't have an accountant and we don't have a lawyer and mm-hmm, he, he yeah. actually did a boo-boo because he told me oh you should be the lawyer because you're really good at arguing. And I and I said, well, I'm not going to do it then because <laughs> that's my personality. So I was like, you've just given up your family lawyer. <laughs> but no, that's just, you know, I love my dad. He's amazing. But yeah, you know, I think in school as well, you wanted to be, we, we were all quite interesting people. We all mm. had lots going on. And I think, you know, you know, I did martial arts yeah. for a long time growing up. That was my thing. That was, you know, all of our thing actually in my family. Um, and so, you know, it was very important for us to juggle all of these different things that we had going on, not just the music and, and, yeah, and school, yeah. but we were training five times a week. We mm. went to international, national competitions, have a load of medals and titles. And, and my brother actually also does, he does regular jiu-jitsu and also does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm. And it's, you know, he's he's a whole nother level of and high baking. achieving. He,
0: bake? <laughs> he also bakes, he also <laughs> plays
1: like three instruments, he's unreal.
0: It's amazing because um, it's like the multi-hyphenate
1: lifestyle It's yeah. kind of like, from a very young oh, age? Oh, it started a, lot, a long... You know, I've always been someone that juggled a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it's you are like go, normal, basically. Yeah, when I went into adult life and it was like, oh, just
0: like have a job and go home. I was like... No. But <laughs> I have so many hours in the day. <laughs> are you a restless person though? Like, where does the drive come from? Is yeah. it like you just want to be doing something all the time? I think I've always... I've just always had a thing. I've always had
1: at least something that has made me interesting. It's not to say that people who don't have hobbies are boring. Mm, do you know mm. what I mean? Because there's so many different
0: of course, yeah. parts
1: of life. But I've always been, I loved being that person. And jujitsu was, you know, my thing. And it was what people knew me for. And it was, you know, what I spoke about and what yeah. I went up in assembly to get awards for and <laughs> that kind of thing. But I remember when I first started my, my job in London. And as you know, I... I rose up the ranks quite Mm -hmm. quickly from, I did a grad scheme, you know, quite typical entry into, into finance and fund management. And then, you know, I I became a junior fund manager quite quickly. And then a fund manager, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was running money by the age of 24. And so it it was quite all consuming for a while because obviously, you know, I worked very hard to get there and it, it happened quite quickly. But for a long time, my, my whole identity was, Oh Eva, oh oh she's the young fund manager.
0: Oh interesting.
1: And I was like, well, I don't really want my whole identity to be my job, you even know. though it's interesting and I, you know, it's what I wanted to do mm. and I, you know, was passionate about it. I kind of, you know, was a bit like, well, what are my other hobbies? Yeah. You know, I essentially go to work, go out with my friends mm. and go home again mm-hmm. or and I gym, go to the gym. Yeah. So that's where that kind of need to do something else yeah. in whatever form it didn't have to be. Spin instructing. I just always, you know, even at uni, I was someone that I was quite heavy in the clubs and the yeah, societies sure. and that sort of thing. Because it's just, it's just, it's a I part am. of who
0: you are, yeah. And it's yeah. like defining like what you do, yeah. You you aren't just the fund manager. There's so much more to you, yeah. and it's great to see you explore. Like that's the best thing about things like dance. Yeah, you started going back to dance classes for a bit, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, In yeah. London, and like you can always, you know, bring it back when you want, which is beautiful. Yeah, there's always quite an under undercurrent,
1: like. Consistent theme in all the hobbies I've picked up. Like you know, we all we all we're all good at things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in school, you know, I was I was all right at sports, yeah. but not not so much the the hand-eye coordination stuff. <laughs> I can't really catch a ball for love nor money. But the kind of body coordination stuff, like right. the dance, the gymnastics, the martial arts, I was always quite good at. So then you know that worked very well for martial arts. Oh, I always did dance, and gymnastics growing up. And then in, at uni, I did you know did a did dance did cheerleading which is very dance and gymnastics mm-hmm. heavy if you've ever given it a go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um also Five quite six. intense <laughs> yeah great you'll make it <laughs> but um is- <laughs> it was also quite intense training because we had to okay. train at like 7 a.m on a Wednesday which when you're a student it's like yeah. outrageous mm-hmm. um so which I, I quite I thrive a bit in that environment of like oh look you know I had to be up at six
0: today like I've done so well no
1: I'm joking but um, it's like the
0: challenge though yeah I quite enjoy
1: that I don't want to say pressure but Mm. you know I quite enjoy a fast-paced environment I suppose Um, and then now you know believe it or not spin is actually very performative and uses Mm. a lot of skills that you need for things like dance a lot of there's a reason why a lot of other fitness instructors in London are performers Mm. as their main job Um, and so that kind of undercurrent of Using your body in that kind of coordinated way, co- almost having choreography and what you're doing, and having to kind of perform in front of people—it's actually, you know, there is a theme going yeah, on. So yeah. whilst it
0: feels like I've tried lots of different things, it's always tapping into what I think I'm yeah good at yeah good at. And it sounds like yeah you have connected the dots, which is lovely. And that actually is a perfect time for us to flip the switch because we've talked a little bit about the finance, but we wanna we wanna get into the passion really. <laughs> So you ready? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get straight into it. You being a multi hyphenate is—it's like in your blood, basically. Like, do it, embody it, live a fast-paced life, and I think that is amazing because I totally resonate with that. Of like, always feeling like I want to, you want to achieve and do things and also like make the most out of life yeah. even so when it came to spin I want to know a bit more about turning spin from a hobby yep. and just like enjoying it like you sign up to a class and go As to a, a class client, yeah. to actually it being a scheduled thing that you have to show up for and you've got to show up to a room of how many psych- like people in a room if it's full 43 43 so yeah. it's a lot of people that you, in a way like you're responsible for yeah how has that transition been has it been difficult and, and not what you expected
1: Oh, yeah. When I first started, because the process was, you know, you had to do an audition Mm -hmm. and kind of go through a few different stages and, 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 you know, get onto a training program. Mm -hmm. And when I first started the training program, I hadn't done something like that for so long. Mm -hmm. And none of the things I'd done before, including martial arts or dance or, you know, whatever, involved the kind of speaking aspect as well. Because you're on a microphone, you know, you're also being very vocal. I can't actually explain how much teaching spin has helped my day job in terms of public speaking and that wow. sort of thing. Because I'm, which you wouldn't, you would never think linked. But yeah. when I'm like, if I can coach a room of forty five people for forty five minutes and not, you know, yeah. great character, I can present for fifteen minutes yeah. on the funds and the yeah. things that I know well, you're very in your very well. Role as
0: well, like seeing you on the bike when I yeah. came to the class, yeah. <laughs> like, I honestly felt like it was a different Eva. Yeah. Like I feel like as soon as you walked into that room. Like you were straight in the zone and yeah. it was like actually amazing to see you in complete like fulfillment and like yeah. flow. That took time though. Like at the at the beginning I was a hot mess
1: because yeah. I had to really, <laughs> you have to really settle into it and you have to kind of find your groove and yeah. find your flow and find, you know, what your identity is going to be on the bike because mm-hmm. a lot of, and they encourage this, a lot of instructors have different styles and, you know, do things in different ways and and kind of talk about different things or focus on different things in their class. And it's very important to be, you know, authentic and people... Mm. Not everyone will like my classes. Not everyone will come and go, yeah, that's the instructor for me. You know, I'm quite technical in how I teach. Some people might be a bit more about... I don't know. We're all a bit about the feeling and that kind of thing, but some may be heavier, you know, that Mm. side of the spectrum and it just may be personal preference. So you can't please everyone. Also, you choose your own music and not everyone... like that so that took some time to go actually no this is my style this is the kind of music I want to play this is the kind of range I'm going to stick within in terms of Mm -hmm. how far away from my typical music taste am I going to go to you know because you want to be
0: inclusive of lots of different Mm -hmm. tastes the person I'm showing up as basically yeah which is like and like who is that like when we get into that so this person, like, are you are you like sticking to a version, a different version of yourself? Like, who are you leaning into? Is there another like? Is it the most confident version of you, for example? Do we have like so many different versions of who we are? Yeah. Whether that be like around our friends, around our families, around our partner, yeah. like when we're on our own, and like who is that Eva that's on the bike? Have you ever thought about it? Oh, not really. I. It's a good question. I think
1: I like to think I lean into a more confident. Yeah. side of myself because I think I come across quite confident but I'm mm. I'm I'm not always you know I've mm. battled a lot of issues with mm. self confidence and self belief and mm. kind of self acceptance um and so you know being quite unapologetic on that bike I think can be very freeing and being very I like to keep in mind what I used to like as a client because I think a lot of the clients that come to my class and resonate with me they're often people quite not always but I've noticed Often people quite similar to myself. Mm. They they may have a corporate life. They may want to come let off steam, yeah. you know, in an evening or a weekend. And you get a whole range of people. But I'm always thinking about you. are Always thinking about you know what did, what what do I genuinely think will bring value to them? What do I mm. genuinely think they will. Will help them get the most out of this session, whether that be technical support, you know, support on their form, or saying, you know, what January is a really difficult month. Let's just not put the pressure on for mm-hmm. what this means for the next week or month or year. Let's just be present and enjoy. And also bear in mind, January's got a lot of you get a lot of new people as well, yeah. You know, the resolutioners. <laughs> so you're always very mindful, especially at the moment, about new people and how right. to kind of introduce people to spin or to our particular studio or, or me as as an instructor. Right. um, so I don't know. I'd like to think I like to think the most confident version, probably mm. someone who's quite no nonsense yeah. um, because I have to deal with a lot of situations. Yeah, I can't remember if anything happened when you came, but, oh, you know, okay. there'll be times that I have to hop off the bike and deal with things. And, you know, people drop things or people fall <laughs> off. or You know, you have to be very reactive and very, oh, wow. um, you know, quite firm in terms of right. I'm going to do this you keep doing this and that can you know that involves quite a lot of quick thinking and you know quite a lot of I don't know conviction and commitment (laughs) into in in, in that space in that time so how can I swear I don't always have my shit have my shit together (laughs) but I like to think at the
0: front of a room for 45 minutes I do (laughs) yeah and and it does and it, it really comes across like The most confident Eva, like I saw that and it was amazing. Because you've also seen a very not confident Eva, right? (laughs) Yeah, and it it was so beautiful, like to see you like in your element, like that was what I loved. And like watching you do it, it was... Just very inspiring. Very, very oh, inspiring. And also I think music, like you love music as well. Like yeah. choosing playlists is like great because then you can lean into like I another passion. I think I passion. was born to make playlists. <laughs> <laughs> that's another multi-hyphen basically. Playlist maker. <laughs> you know when you have the
1: Spotify wrapped and it's like, I can't remember what it was. It like names what you
0: are and it's like, you're a playlist maker. I was yes. like, yes, yes, yes I am. me, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because then that, yeah, combines another love, which yeah. is beautiful. I want to talk a bit about balance and just yeah. like, Managing it all because they're very different skills as well. Yeah. How do you kind of move from like work brain to then hobby brain as well? Yeah. Like even just like moving, they're very different, aren't they? Computer to yeah. getting on a bike and then also just switching off generally. Yeah. The transition between the two can be a lot. They're both quite intense.
1: Um, I, but I always say I, I can't. I couldn't believe when I first started training how much you need to think as a spin instructor because even in its most pure form, you do have to think about the choreography, the music, Mm -hmm. the beats, a microphone, the technology, you know, in its, even if nothing goes wrong in the class, there's so much to think about. Um, so I genuinely never thought when I first did it, that it would be as mentally challenging as it is. Um, so in a very different way, but it's also the most amazing, even for me as the instructor, I still use it as a release and as a yeah. way to, you know, I've had a stressful week at work and I can just go, you know what, this is also a, a dark room and a space for me to just mm. kind of let loose on this bike. And you'll know because you'll probably get a harder class from me if I'm <laughs> having, a, having a more <laughs> stressful time. Um, but yeah, so they're very different, but yeah. I, I love... The transition between yeah, the two really and fun. the balance that it brings I think it makes me overall kind of a, a more fulfilled person mm. um and in terms of switching off I mean you know you know I'm not quite social I love to lean yeah, on my friends I love yeah. to you know take time with friends and I'm a, I'm a big home bird as well I love yeah. to to spend time with my family I'm also very good at being on my own
0: mm-hmm. okay you know
1: if if you know, my partner is going out for an evening mm-hmm. and I have an evening at home on my own. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm like, good. baby, you take your time. You can look after yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, like yeah. I'll, I'll cook a nice meal. I'll yeah. watch something on the TV that I want to catch up on or, yeah. you know, that I've had on my list for a while mm-hmm. that he doesn't, he, he won't watch <laughs> with me. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, I'll sit with a book or, you yeah. know, I love to cook. I, lo- I love those kind of really, really classic hobbies like yeah. you're cooking, you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I love things like that. So I'm quite good at, I think, taking... In your week you'll always I'll always find at least a few hours yeah. on my own just to not do any not do very much. That's good. And I I, I love those times. Yeah. i you know I'll... I actually
0: think that's quite comforting to hear though, because yeah. like it doesn't have to be all like go, go, go all the time. Oh my gosh, no. You're doing a lot, like in your life and it like on the outside it's like, wow, like how are you managing it? But actually like there's still time for you. One thing that I did want to kind of touch on a little bit is the question of like, should we monetize our hobbies? Right. Because it is a big question and something that I love to talk about because I find whenever there's a new idea or like there's something that you care about, it's exciting and you are like, I could make money out of this thing that I'm quite good at. How have you found that in a way like monetizing the hobby this year? I mean, I never went into it really bothered
1: about that side of things i didn't yeah. do it for the money of course, um yeah. but and i think there's kind of two sides to it i think i love the idea of i think anyone in life wants to do what they most enjoy as mm. their main job or the main way that they create income or a life for mm. themselves you want it to be something you love right or something that you're super passionate about mm. and more often than not it's probably going to be your hobbies as opposed to you know i don't want to speak for anyone other than myself but perhaps you know your. Corporate day job that yeah. you, I like and that I am passionate about, but you know, if I had the choice, is it what I would spend twenty-four hours a day doing? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's totally fair. You know, everyone I think wants to. You know, I I really believe in that phrase of you're good at what you enjoy, mm-hmm. and you enjoy what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I always say to people, and even within the corporate space, I always say when they you know are asking for advice or asking about what areas of the business to go into, I say find the one you like the most Mm. because that's the one you'll be best at and that's the one you'll probably succeed at Mm. you know just just choose the one you like don't worry about who pays the most or who you know has the best career trajectory or whatever I'm like just pick the one you find the most interesting
0: definitely
1: what it has done is it adds I think another level of commitment because obviously Mm. it's a job I can't just go you know if I was a client and I didn't want to turn up at 6am if Mm. I woke up and it was cold and it was raining I'd just go absolutely not yeah see you later Mm. I'll I'll try again tomorrow (laughs) you know and I've done that many times as a client (laughs) as an instructor you cannot do that because you have xyz people signed up to your class and you know if you don't show up obviously the business loses out you probably want to you know you've not been a mm. good employee and you can't just sure. not show up to work you know what I mean so it adds that that extra layer of of commitment I think which I really like because I have yeah. I actually what it's brought is also more consistency in my routine okay because I have to go yeah 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 xyz times a week at these time slots because mm. that's what my permanent rotor is has that
0: affected you positively then I think that? so because you know it's there as well like the week is kind of done for you in a way that yeah. you can then organize around it
1: yeah, I I never, you know, my partner will sit there on a Sunday and plan out all his mm. gym workouts for that week and what classes is he going to do? And I'm like, I, I don't need to do that. Yeah. I just have to do, work on my playlist, yeah. you know, for, <laughs> okay. for the week. Um, so, yeah, it adds consistency and it means I'm very predictable in terms of when I'm free and when I'm not free. So a lot of people have said, well, how do you have time to, like, mm. see your friends or, you know, still go out with work? And I'm like, well, firstly, I don't teach on unsociable days. Mm. You know, I don't teach on a Friday night or a Saturday night um, or... Thursday even, where, you know, that's quite big for the corporate life, yeah. <laughs> Thursday Thursdays. Um, you know, I have a lot of say over when I teach. So that helps. And also yeah. it's just so predictable when I'm going to be free. yeah. Because, well, if, and also if you want to see me on a Tuesday night, you can just come to my class. Exactly. <laughs> it's and that's not a problem. Did, yeah, exactly. exactly. Did, and it was great. So it's actually great to, to I've, I've not found it difficult to fit mm-hmm. a social life in around it. Because I would go to the gym anyway. Yeah, that's true. Like it's something I'm just you doing, be doing it more consistently at very specific times <laughs> of the week.
0: <laughs> it's very a bit more rigid, but yeah. yeah, and and that's so good that now like you've managed to like the balance is actually created and cemented, which yeah. is actually better. And then to just kind of like wrap up on like you as a person like where you are and like exploring who you are are there any like other things that you're really passionate about that you want to like lean into more in your life at the moment that you've got like this by day by night lifestyle which I'm I'm living for I love it where is there anything else that you feel like you haven't really talked about that you like to talk about I mean I think there's a lot of a lot of
1: kind of people think that multi-hyphenated people are you know you've spoke about it before in Mm -hmm. terms of the kind of master of all trades jack of none and I've I've felt like that before I've kind of struggle to find my niche and my passion and you know the things that really identify me as a person and I think and it's not about monetizing it and it's not about making it an official thing you know I think I could have had just as much joy out of being a consistent client as I am as I have done as being a consistent instructor Mm. I just as a person like that extra layer of challenge and control yeah. as, as as kind of bad as that sounds and you know as I've always loved the idea of teaching and loved the idea of you know as we know making the playlists and yeah. just you know I got to a point when I was like I think I could do that and I'm gonna try and I kind of threw myself in never thought I'd get it never thought I could do it let alone make it work somehow so I just think it's you know you gotta take it, it was you a gotta risk. give it a go though like, a I risk. agree with you
0: like I resonate with that completely of like even DJing like I was always the person that like, go to a rave yeah and then, like I could do a better job than that. Like I, like, I could mix that way better. I think my tracks would be better right now. Yeah, but and there like, are some things I do watch and I'm like, I could, I could do that. I could People do People like, no, you couldn't. Sometimes it's a bit of Delulu energy, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: But like, like, I watch Premier League footballers and I'm like, I could have made that penalty. Are you joking?
0: (laughs) I get that. Rubbish, useless. (laughs) But it's when you actually go for it and give it a go. Yeah. And then you realise you're actually quite good at it and like lean into that. Definitely DJing. Producing, no. I've realised I'm terrible at producing. And You don't know unless you try. I could do better than that. And I was like, I really can't do it. (laughs) that's my limit (laughs) like you know like music GCSE is where I think we'll leave it wow throwback (laughs) (laughs) so like it's one of those things isn't it give it a go if it doesn't work fine and like what is your approach to failure
1: we were not conditioned to fail in our childhood as you know um I think that has been a real learning experience and I think you just accept you are gonna fail Mm. sometimes I mean it's you can't how do I explain it in my day job, for example, you fail quite a lot. I have to, I'm an investor and I have to, mm. make, I have to put trades on that I'm convicted in and that I believe will you know, generate performance for my clients. And a lot of the time you're very wrong and you have to be <laughs> okay with that. Okay. The, the point is you're supposed to be right more often than you're wrong. But if any fund manager was right 100% of the time... Well, it just doesn't happen. doesn't yeah, It just doesn't exist. And <laughs> <It just doesn't laughs> um, they'd be well, you know, the, even the Warren well. Buffetts of the world, who <laughs> yeah. are very famous investors, are not were not right a hundred percent of the There's time. No yeah. So, you know, you you I have had to learn very quickly to be wrong and to be okay with being wrong and to get out of those positions mm. and to or to find exit routes and you know to go well, do I sell? Do I hold? Do I buy? Yeah. Etc. In spin, we are, you know when you book through certain apps, if you book through ClassPass, things like that, you, people can leave reviews. Oh, people yes, can, cool. you know, you get very, for a while I felt like a bit of a celeb because I was like, I'm getting trolled, you know, or not often. <laughs> it hasn't happened very often. See you your know, name. Not, <laughs> not, you know, pat me on the back, usually five stars. But sometimes you yeah. get people that have had a bad experience mm-hmm. and it's not always the yeah. instructor's fault. It's maybe something they had a dodgy bike or they the shampoo ran out mm-hmm. or, you know, they were late and they weren't allowed in, that there's all sorts of scenarios that come up, but you can get quite scathing Mm. reviews because they're anonymous. And, you know, dealing with that was quite an abrupt at the beginning of, oh gosh, we can be very measured on a solo basis. Mm. You know, you can, we get rated out out of five on like a star scale. I don't see those, but if someone writes something, I see that. And that can be you know if they're, if they're not nice mm. I've had some where that it will weigh on my mind for a week you know and it will make the next few classes I'll be, I'll be quite anxious and I'll 100%. be really conscious of what they said mm. and you know what I need to improve on I mean sometimes you read them and you're like that's a you problem yeah, there's not a lot I can sure. do in that
0: situation But that's you know, good it's like yeah taking a step back from it I've when... had to disassociate yeah, exactly. quite a bit I've had yeah. this time where I was running a workshop and they live were like everyone leave feedback you could see the <gasps> poll. Of it going ex- like excellent, good, like bad, worse or something. <laughs> and it was lie. I was like, why are they doing this to me? Like, I can't even look. Luckily, oh my goodness. Really good. But I was like, I can't. Yeah, like, but also who to your face <laughs> is going to be like, absolutely true. dreadful. <laughs> yeah, true. It was a lot. And I was like, I, this, I'm mortified if this yeah. is bad. And like, yeah. then the comments started coming in and just like thinking she wasn't that good or she was really good. Like, it, it's a lot. And it's something that you have to. Think is not personal it's like did they get what they thought they were going to get out of yeah. the workshop as well or whatever it is yeah and it's like expectation it's management yeah a hundred percent so that that's a big learning big learning I feel like yeah. you've got to grow that muscle haven't you? yeah but I think that will happen in so many forms of life mm-hmm. in so many
1: different ways you know and feedback is is quite a constant factor yeah. in no matter what you do and you kind of in some ways it's more direct and in some ways it's more indirect and in some ways you
0: you know will have to seek it yeah but, sometimes you never hear it yeah and actually you would rather grow quickly and yeah. hear it you want to say it straight to my face the good <laughs> ones are great build you yeah. up and the, and the less good
1: ones you know you learn from Definitely. so I've i I that feedback aspect is quite strong in both both my muggle life and my other life <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah I've had to I knew that you have to face Harry that Potter into this
0: <laughs> Don't embarrass me. <laughs> so as a final question, so thank you so much for today. I'm going to ask you if you want to in, in an alternative universe okay. and you can start again, start a whole career from scratch and do whatever you wanted, what would you pick? Am
1: I the same person or do I have, can I have any skill? You're still Eva, but you can do whatever you want. You've got like your... I could have spent my childhood like training for something exactly. different.
0: Yeah.
1: I would have, you know, and I think this makes so much sense with what I've said. I think I'd be some sort of performer You know, I I would have. We know when people say, "If you could have any skill, what would it be?" And you know, other than ones that would genuinely help people, like I would love to be able to sing, (laughs) because I would love to be able to. I just see myself as someone that would be like, maybe not the main person, but maybe like a backing singer or or a backing dancer, or yeah, in a girl band, or I don't know. I would love. I've always loved being on stage when I used to perform, and you know, the spin taps into that a bit, but you know something like that or something something with animals I'd love to do something oh, with okay. animals I nearly became a vet you
0: did well
1: I nearly went down that if I was going to follow the kind mm. of scientific path uh, that a lot of my siblings and cousins and family members did I, I probably, probably would have been a vet but I never I wasn't never good enough it. at science well, <laughs> they're two very different aren't very two, very two different. alternate universes <laughs> perhaps
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, wow amazing well thank you so much Eva. thank you so much